Hey guys, uh, what's up? It's me, Willie, uh, back again with another episode of the New Millennium Comics and Cinema Podcast. Um, for this podcast, um, I wanted to talk about a movie that I hadn't seen in a really, 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 really long time. Uh, the last time I saw this movie was actually funny, funny enough. The last time I saw this movie was actually as a freshman in high school in my history class. Now, you're probably wondering, it could be many, 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 many different movies that I'm referring to. I mean, probably you guys maybe saw some similar to them, you know, in your history class back in high school. But the movie that I'm talking about is The Last Samurai, which stars Tom Cruise, Ken Watanabe, and Hiroyuki Sanada. Um, who, funnily, who, funny enough, also Hiroyuki Sanada, funny enough... He was also in, well, he was one of the main leads in the movie I talked about a couple of, um, like a few days back uh, from Mortal Kombat when I reviewed the Mortal Kombat movie, the new one at least. Um, But this movie, in my opinion, is an absolutely beautiful, fantastic film, a masterpiece in my opinion. Um, I think this movie, The Last Samurai, is such an underrated gem. And, I, and not only do I think that it's an underrated gem, but, I, but I'm going to explain to you why I believe it's an underrated gem. And I'll even go through the plot and everything for you guys. Um, so first, uh, let's start off with the cast here. Now, I know it's a little bit controversial, you know, to put someone not of Asian descent in this movie. I understand. And Tom Cruise, he's like the freaking whitest guy out there. Okay, I get it. It's a little controversial. But, but when you've got a great actor like Tom Cruise involved with your movie, it kind of takes away all of that sort of um, controversy away. Because Tom Cruise is such a great actor. And he makes really any movie that he's in amazing. I mean, look at the Mission Impossible movies, for example. Look at um, Risky Business. Look at, um, eh, not really. I was about to say The Mummy, but then I remember that movie was atrocious. So maybe not The Mummy. But um, you see, but you get what I mean. You know, Tom Cruise makes the movies that he's in awesome. And he delivers great performances, whether it's a dumb little movie like The Mummy, which in my opinion, I don't think that Tom Cruise was the problem with The Mummy movie. You know, the one that came out back in like 2017. I don't think Tom Cruise was the problem with that movie. I just think that the movie was really, really rushed. And I think that it deserved to have more time to develop and build up this that dark universe that they were doing. But that's neither here nor there. We're talking about The Last Samurai. So... Tom Cruise in this movie, I believe, in my humble, humble, humble opinion, I believe that this is one of Tom Cruise's best performances and one of his best roles in all of the movies that he's ever been in. And that's saying something, I know, but I would tend to, you know, I would tend to say that Tom Cruise in this movie is absolutely brilliant. He is magnificent in this movie. Um... He does such a great job at playing Nathan Algren, this broken man who, you know, has had so much stuff in his life, you know, go down. You know, he's he's had to, you know, kill innocent people and, you know, to see him slowly but surely get, 
you know, get out of like this funk that he was in throughout the movie, you know, where he had nightmares and he had PTSD and, you know, to slowly see him start to become this better person and, you know, to, to become this person that actually helps these innocent people, you know, um, it's, it's a great character arc and it's a great character development to see throughout the movie, to see this guy who goes from this drunk, um, you know, who, yeah, to see this guy who goes from this drunk, outcast really to a full-fledged samurai i mean it's it's such a great 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 arc to see um ken watanabe is always fantastic in this movie um in any movie he's in he was fantastic in godzilla uh you know just ken watanabe is literally fantastic in every movie he's in and this movie the last samurai is no exception he plays this dignified character named Katsumoto, and you can just tell from his performance, he is treating it with such honor and respect and, and dignity. And, you know, to see that is nothing short of amazing because, I mean, to be real and to be, and to be honest right now, I mean, Ken Watanabe really hasn't been in movies of The Last Samurai caliber even though he really should be because he's an amazing actor. But, um, yeah, to, you know, actually see him in a movie like this, The Last Samurai, you know, to see him in this movie and to see him, you know, deliver this powerful, powerful performance, it was, it was a sight to behold and a, and a, and a welcome and a, and a very, very, very welcome sight to see also. Um, Hiroyuki Sanada plays, I believe, like his right-hand man, Ujio, and Hiroyuki Sanada is always an amazing actor in whatever he's in. Um, so it's probably no surprise that he is probably one of the standout characters in the movie, to be honest with you. You know, the way that he and Tom Cruise's character, Nathan Algren, kind of like disagree and they kind of, you know, butt heads with each other. And then slowly to see their relationship progress to where they become pretty good friends. That's some great character arc, too. Um, so let's talk about the plot now. So, you know, like I said before, Tom Cruise plays Nathan Algren, this guy who's been through a lot, this broken man who's had to do some despicable, deplorable things, you know, during his time in, uh, in the, you know, in the army and all of that stuff. By the way, this movie takes place in 1876. Um... So this was like, I believe, not around the time of the Civil War, but it was it was like during the time, I believe, of like the of like the whole thing with like General Custer and all of that stuff and the Indians and all of that, the Native Americans. Um, so, you know, you've got this guy, Nathan Algren, you know, he's a drunk, uh, you know, he he drinks to, you know, forget all of these memories that he has of all those despicable things that he's done. You know, he does very irrational, impulsive things. And he he and um, one of his uh, commanding officers uh, from when he was with this regiment, this army, uh, they get contracted to go to Japan and teach uh, the Japanese army, you know, how to use guns and how to shoot them and all of that stuff. And then uh, they get called into action to take on the samurais and they end up losing 
badly. Uh, the commanding officer that came with Tom Cruise's character, uh, Nathan Algren, he ends up dying. Um, I mean, you kind of expected that. Like any real mentor character in these in in these kinds of movies, always freaking dies. So it's not really a big surprise. Um, the samurai end up taking in Nathan Algren. They end up like keeping him captive, and. He has to stay there until the spring, you know, when everything starts to thaw and melt because they captured him during the winter. And you see throughout the movie as, you know, Nathan Algren uh, stays there and, you know, he's held in captivity in this samurai village. He actually starts to respect the people and he and, you know, he starts to respect the culture and the the kind of code that the samurai live by. He doesn't understand it, but he starts to respect it. And, um, you know, eventually he actually um, starts to start, you know, he eventually starts to train with the samurais and, uh, you know, practice with the wooden swords and, you know, do all of the training that samurais do. And, you know, eventually... Little by little, the people actually start warming up to him, including Katsumoto and including, to a certain extent, Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, uh, Nathan Algren and Yu-Gi-Oh have like a little like wooden sword battle. And, uh, you know, Nathan Algren and, and Yu-Gi-Oh, they kind of like tie and whatever. And there was like this mutual respect that was building between them after that little moment happened. And I thought it was fantastic. Um... Probably one of my favorite scenes in the movie happens right before the scene that I just mentioned. And it's Nathan Algren versus UGO um, for the first time uh, when, you know, Algren didn't train. He didn't have any expertise in how to handle a sword or how to hold one or whatever. And he gets his ass kicked big time. He he gets, um, you know, I believe he gets his nose broken by the by the wooden sword by UGO. And he just gets fucked up, fucked up. And um, but what makes that scene so great, in my opinion, and what and and what and what's just really, really, really well done about it, is not only the beautiful score by Hans Zimmer, but also the fact that in that scene there really is no talking. You know, during that whole, I mean, before the fight there is like talking and stuff like that, but but during the fight there's no talking. The acting from Tom Cruise and everyone involved, you just can feel it and see it. You don't hear it. You feel it and you see it. And I think that's the most beautiful thing about that scene, about that, you know, about that scene from The Last Samurai that I just uh, described. So anyways, ninjas attack the village and uh, all Grin and Katsumoto kind of work together to take on that threat and they do a very, very good job of taking on that threat. Um, so then it's basically revealed to us that Algren can go back uh, to the U.S. and that he can go back to, uh, you know, the, the Japanese army to, like, help them out and stuff. But as soon as he gets back, he is not very happy to be back. He doesn't want to be back... You know, he, he, you know, he grew to love the, the samurai way and he grew to love the people that he met there in that village. And, you know, he was just not happy to be back and he ends up defecting back to the side of the samurai. Uh, the Japanese army 
get um, ends up uh, being called to action to take on the samurais. And there's this huge epic battle at the end of the movie. And uh, Katsumoto, Ken Watanabe's character, ends up committing uh, seppuku. And um, he ends up dying. And Tom Cruise's character, Nathan Algren, ends up surviving. And he ends up giving Katsumoto's sword to the emperor, who uh, we find out, uh, you know, in some scenes in the movie that the emperor was taught by Katsumoto and that Katsumoto was his mentor, his teacher. And, you know, Tom Cruise's character, Nathan Algren, offers the sword up to uh, the emperor and the emperor uh, decides to kind of postpone the modernizing of Japan and just focus on where they came from and who they are as a people. And the movie ends with like this beautiful shot of uh, Nathan Algren walking back uh, to the to the samurai village and meeting up with the woman that took care of him throughout the whole movie, Taka and her children. And, you know, he just smiles and the movie ends. This movie is fantastic, people. But now I'm finally going to get into the, the last and final topic that I want to get into in this podcast before I sign out here. Why this movie is so underrated. And why I think it's such an underrated gem. Well, for starters, uh, this movie came out back in like 2003. Now, in, in 2003, there really wasn't like... I mean, yeah, there were some movies that were that were coming out and stuff, but... You know, let's face it, like, what big movies really came out in 2003? I mean, The Hulk, maybe, that Hulk movie. That was, a, I guess, a pretty big movie that came out that year. I think people were really excited for it until they actually saw what they got. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think that people just really were not interested in kind of a, you know, movie that focused on a, not a, not a true historical event, but more like fictional history. Because... I really don't think that people, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is some people out there that really, really enjoy their history and love it. But I think like the casual movie going audience don't really like history. And they just go into a movie thinking, you know, that it's, you know, thinking that it's going to be cool. And they're like, oh, look, Samurai is cool. We're going to go in. They probably didn't expect this very intelligent, smart movie um, that they ended up getting with The Last Samurai. They probably just didn't understand it. Number two, on Rotten Tomatoes, this movie has a 66%. Again, I am not very sure how this movie has a 66% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, I don't get what people may have hated about this movie. I, for one, feel that this movie does not deserve a 66%. I feel that this movie deserves at least, at least I think this movie deserves like in the high 80s. Maybe like high 70s, high 80s. That's where it deserves to be. Okay? Actually, no. Not even high 70s. I think it deserves, I think it belongs in the high 80s, like 80, 85, 86, 87, 88, 89. I think it belongs around there. I don't think it belongs in like 66%. That's just ridiculously crazy. Um, number three, uh, the reason I think this movie is underrated is because, I mean, think about it. Um, well, actually... Those are really like the only two reasons that I could bring up why I think it's underrated. Um, so I guess why do I think it's an underrated gem? Well, the reason I think it's an underrated gem 
is because, like I said, the acting in the movie is superb. It's probably some some of the best acting I've seen in any movie. Uh, all the characters are just, you know, really well written and they have very, very interesting backstories and they have very, very interesting and complex motivations for why they do what they do. Um, the story is great and, you know, you really don't get bored at all. There's really, there was really not a moment in that movie where I felt bored at all. There was literally no moment in that movie where I felt bored. Not at all. Um, the music is absolutely beautiful to listen to. Hans Zimmer does such an amazing job with this movie. Um, I really do think that people should go out and see this movie. And not only do I think that you should go out and see The Last Samurai, but freaking tell it to everybody else that you see. Tell it to your neighbor. Tell it to your friend. Tell it to a coworker. Who cares? Just tell people about this movie because it deserves so much more love and respect than it actually gets. Because I don't really see people talking about this movie all that much. I really, really don't. I think that this movie kind of gets swept under the rug and nobody really thinks about it. Nobody really talks about it. It's just forgotten. And it really should not be. It really should not be so forgotten like it is. I really, really think that this movie deserves... A second chance, I guess you can say. A second chance with people. You know, watch it and kind of come up with your own review for it. And come up with your own conclusion to it. Because there's many, many conclusions that you can that you can grasp from this movie. But, uh, yeah, guys. Uh, that was my review of The Last Samurai. I know that it was a pretty short review compared to my Mortal Kombat review. But with my Mortal Kombat review, I actually had negatives in the movie that I wanted to really talk about and get out there. Um, with this movie, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I found no negatives, no negative points, no weak points in this movie at all. There was, there was literally all positive for me. This movie was all positive. I had nothing but positive things to say about it. And just go out and watch it, guys. Just go out and watch it and support the movie, and, you know, I mean, yeah, you know, it's a movie that came out many, many, many years ago in 2003, but you know what? It deserves a lot of love now, the love that it was not able to get back then. So, peace out, guys. Take care. Thanks for tuning in.